This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. City Council is set to vote on a plan to redesign Young Street in Willowdale, maybe as early as tonight. One thing is certain, trying to cross Young Street between Shepherd and Finch, as it is now, is a nightmare, and there are two competing visions about what should happen there. Activists and the local councillor want Young Street reduced to four lanes of traffic with widened sidewalks and bike lanes added. Now, the mayor and the infrastructure committee want to keep six lanes of traffic on Young and move the bike lanes to Beecroft, which is the street parallel. Uh, So I want to hear from you, especially if you drive on that stretch or you try to walk on that stretch. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Right now, we are going to go to Deputy Mayor Denzel Minnan-Wong and Jess Speaker, who is with Friends and Families for Safe Streets. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you. Hi. So, uh, Denzel Minim Wong, what's what's your take on this? Oh, well, uh, Young Street's a very important street. It's a, a main artery for the city. Um, I've I, I actually had the I was able to put in the first bicycle network downtown. Um, so I'm not opposed to to separated bike lanes. But one of the things that I I, I think is not n- not very uh, wise is to put. Uh, bike lanes on main streets that are used to get in and out of the city. We don't have to put bike lanes where they conflict with vehicles. We could put them on secondary roads um, that don't take as much traffic, and that's what we're that's what we're proposing to do, um, and that's what the Public Works is, uh, Committee is proposing to do, and that's what the mayor is supporting. Um, what about uh, before we get to Jess? What about this business about four lanes of traffic versus six? I mean, uh, you know. Um, Pedestrian safety is an issue, and and really getting across those six lanes is it's a difficult thing. Yeah. So for, mo- for well, for most folks who actually have to uh, use the use that roadway, the traffic is very bad, um, and to, to to cut down that capacity um, <clears throat> makes it even worse. Um, and so. Um, in terms of crossing, there are there are some opportunities. Obviously, at signalized intersections, and I think through a lot of that uh, portion of the, that road, there's also um, there also in some places. I believe that there are um, islands in the middle where so you don't have to cross all all six lanes at once. Okay, let's bring Jess Speaker in. Hi, Jess. Hi there. Um, so my response to the concern about congestion would be is that it is a point well taken and it is intuitively, it seems like reducing lanes of car traffic would result in increased congestion. But 
it is true that in other cities where this type of project has been built, in fact, it ends up having a positive benefit on congestion and reducing it a little bit. So first of all, if we review the neighbourhood, we know that Yonge Street is not the only north-south running artery in the area and that in fact in Willowdale there are 14 lanes dedicated to cars currently and the Transform Young option would reduce that down to 12. So 12 lanes should still have adequate capacity to carry the traffic that it needs to do. And furthermore, when you do um, install alternatives to driving a car that are safe and appealing, it allows people to leave their cars in their driveways, which is a tremendous benefit to congestion. If you make a different way of moving around the city possible, people will take advantage of it, and that will reduce congestion. Well, well, one of the things, uh, and I think uh, Denzelman and Wong can speak to this, I mean, there's, there's, the, there's an exit of the 401 uh, that goes right there onto Shepherd. So I don't know, you have to redirect the highway. Um, is that a big issue, Councillor? Um, well, you know, I, if anyone tries in the morning to try to get off um, the 401 at, at that intersection, you'll, fi- you'll find out how bad the traffic actually is. It's actually, it's actually backed up. And I, I think what, what um, my friend was also referring to is all those other streets you're going to actually force all those other cars that are that are that are going north at, at, um, in the evening or going south in the morning or vice versa onto those other streets. You're actually going to make the whole. You're going to really make a mess of uh, a mess of the entire situation. I mean, the reality for Young Street, um, uh, according to our staff numbers, 45 percent of the people in the area drive. Forty-eight uh, percent take the bus or subway. Six percent walk, and only one percent cycle. Um, and I know, you know, in the middle of the winter time, am I going to see a lot of folks driving on that, uh, that that bicycle path? I don't think so. But we are providing another option. We're providing Beecroft. So if people actually really want to cycle, they can cycle on Beecroft. Uh, Jess, is there a problem with cycling on Beecroft? Yes. Uh, first of all, it shunts cyclists off onto a side street that they're really not interested in traveling on. Uh, odds are, if you're cycling in that area, your destination is on Young Street. So that's where the infrastructure should be. Simply installing the cycle tracks on Beecroft is not going to disincentivize cyclists from riding on Young Street. They're going to do it anyways, so we might as well make it safe for them. Uh, secondly, by keeping the Beecroft cycle tracks, it doesn't do anything to mitigate the danger to pedestrians on Young Street as the infrastructure currently stands. We know that pedestrians bear the disproportionately large brunt of road violence in our city. And furthermore, within Willowdale, the safety record on Young Street between Shepherd and Finch for pedestrians is abysmal. A physically separated cycle track would reduce car on pedestrian car collisions in the area by at least 30 percent. Denzel Minamwanga, I mean, uh, so far this year, and this is all over Toronto, we've had 16 pedestrian deaths, and that's more than one death a week, and uh, we're supposed to be headed towards Vision Zero, but we seem to be headed in the wrong direction. I think everybody wants to make sure that, you know, there there are less accidents, um, uh, on the road, uh, and there, there. I mean, it, there's a comp- complicated equation about why all these accidents happen. I mean, so um, you know, this. So do we? You know, we could turn uh, every street into 30 kilometers an hour. Why don't we do that? Well, I would tell you that most people wouldn't want that. So it's a question of balancing different concerns. What we also know is congestion is horrible in this city, and it's continuing to get worse. I don't want to be uh, one of those individuals. 
that makes congestion worse. And I think most people don't like the existing congestion and wouldn't support an initiative that's going to make gridlock even worse in the city. Um, Yeah, but having said that, um, would you agree that uh, for a pedestrian, trying to use that area is really um, difficult? Um, Well, I think that... uh, uh, compared to a local road, a car with uh, a street with more traffic becomes more of a challenge. And um, is there some kind of uh, compromise possible, you know, between these two visions? So what we so no, this, so we so the compromise is Beecroft, right? Yeah. So the question is is do we have uh, uh, bike lanes in this area or do we not? And so the so so. It's not a question of, you know, are we going to have bike lanes in this area or not? We are. We've agreed upon that. The compromise is you can accommodate um, the, the um, uh, 45% of the people versus, uh, versus the, the 1% that cycle. You can accommodate the, the car drivers and not make it any worse by uh, allowing uh, the cycle tracks on Beecroft. Okay. Uh, Jess, uh, I'm assuming from your last response that's not acceptable to you. No, and to pick on the the fact that 1% of residents in Willowdale cycle, they don't have any cycling infrastructure, so of course they don't cycle. It's very dangerous. So I'm sure there's this pent-up latent demand. And if you look at the implementation of cycling infrastructure everywhere else in the city, we've seen that once we build it, they come. But until you build it, they are too afraid to come. They're afraid of literally dying. And we see in neighborhoods in Toronto with good cycling facilities, mode share as high as over 30% of people regularly commuting on their bicycle. Um, and in response to the congestion issue again, again, congestion with cars is a result of there being too many cars. The only logical response to too many cars is to make possible other safe and appealing alternatives, which is exactly what Transform Young does. Uh, can you just very briefly tell us you're having a protest called a die-in tonight? Just tell us a little bit about Correct. that. In front of City Hall this evening, we're gathering at 5.45, and we're gathering to express our outrage at the abysmal safety conditions in Toronto. Our streets, it is not an exaggeration to say, are deadly. And as you mentioned, we've lost already 16 lives. These are valuable, loved human beings with families that contributed good things to the world. 16 people have died because of dangerous conditions on our road, and it's time for a change. The status quo serves nobody. It does not serve car drivers. It does not serve pedestrians. It does not serve cyclists. It's time to try something different in New York, or in North York, rather. <laughs> so the purpose of the die-in is to highlight our desire for change and our to protest with our outrage at the death that is occurring. Okay, uh, let's uh, just uh, squeeze in a call from Bob in Etobicoke. Hi, Bob. How are you? Fine. Yeah, I'm uh, totally against bike lanes on streets, especially streets that are heavily trafficked. Now, the reason is it because if you notice, I have bike lanes near where I live. I don't see any bikes. The odd one, but the one, you know, the bike I see driving on the West Mall drives on the sidewalk, not necessarily on the road. What's uh, that's happening illegal. is we're restricting too many lanes of drive, uh, car traffic. So now the cars are taking back roads, school zones, everything, to try and get anywhere. And there is no bicycles other than in the first couple of weeks of May in the spring. There's, everybody's out. Give them lanes that are not on the streets. Give us our, our lanes back 
so that the cars don't have to take the back roads and they don't run over kids going to school. That's what I see as a problem. Okay. Thanks, okay. Bob. Bye. Well, uh, that sounds uh, exactly like uh, what uh, Denzel Minamwanga is saying, correct? Yes, it does. And I have a few responses to uh, that. Oh, I was asking or, Denzel Minamwanga oh, for a response. Sorry, sorry. Well, I, mm-hmm. so there are points that I agree with, not entirely all of the comments, but uh, all I'll say is, is that there is a frustration across the city um, that congestion is getting worse and worse, and they, don't, and they do not support uh, taking out more capacity. We should be doing things to solve congestion, not things to gum up the works even more. And when do you anticipate the vote for this? Um, sometime this council meeting. I'm not sure today, maybe tomorrow. Okay. Uh, We will be watching it very closely. Uh, Thank you so much to Jess Speaker and to Deputy Mayor Denzel Minamwong. Thanks, Libby. Okay. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about a breaking story, and that is the expulsion of Russian diplomats. Uh, We have joined our allies, basically all of them, the United States, Europe, in throwing Russian diplomats out, and this a response to that uh, poisoning case in the United Kingdom. We'll get the scoop on that when we return. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.